Hey everyone, Diavolo here, and in today's video, we are going over the third arc of Chainsaw Man, the absolutely mind-bending and time-warping Eternity Devil arc. This part of the story really takes off and starts showing us a much, much bigger picture now, as we are introduced to, again, more characters, abilities, and left on the biggest cliffhanger so far throughout the manga. So quickly, if you are interested in more story-styled anime content just like this, then make sure you hit that subscribe button, and also be sure to leave a like on the video, as it really helps with pushing my stuff to a bunch of new amazing people. But anyway, enough of that, let's get into the Eternity Devil arc of Chainsaw Man. So we start off with Denji sitting there on the floor, completely shocked by Makima's offer to grant him any wish. Stunned, he insists to make sure she isn't tripping, when Makima cuts him off, telling Denji that the devil is so strong and evil that it is okay to offer him a completely blank check. She continues on explaining that 13 years ago, the world was different as they tried to use guns to counter devils. However, due to an excess use of guns and firearms, both in devil hunting and in the wider world with robberies and murder, fear over weapons began to build. And on the day of a major terrorist incident in the USA, the gun devil suddenly appeared. As we flow 13 years back in time to a flashback with a young boy who's reading with his parents, we find his older brother standing there in the doorway asking to play catch with their father in the snow. But he tells him that his younger brother isn't feeling well and will have to do something by himself, which aggravates the young boy as he says that his father always says that. They begin to argue, but Tayo, the younger brother, says that he would like to play with his older brother. As they step outside, their parents tell them to come back if they get cold. And once out, the older brother demands that Tayo stop following him as he is annoying. However, as he goes to throw a snowball at his brother, Tayo launches one at him first and hits him square in the face. Afterwards, he notes how cold his hands are, and his brother tells him to go grab his gloves from inside the house so that they don't get colder. The younger brother runs off happily towards the house, and as Tayo re-enters, sadly and seemingly in an instant, both he and the building are obliterated by the gun devil's blast. It is explained that on November the 18th, 1984, at 10am, the gun devil hit Japan for 26 seconds and completely obliterated a total of 57,912 men, women and children. Elsewhere throughout the world, the death was unparalleled, with the US alone having over 500,000 deaths and China another 300,000. When the total numbers were finally calculated, it was revealed that in about 5 minutes the gun devil had almost killed 1.2 million people around the globe, then completely disappeared and has never been seen since. Back in the present, Makima explains that the gun devil has been missing since, leading to a banning on all firearms globally, as well as an increase in the power of all devils due to the heightened climate of fear. Trying to take all this news in, Denji admits he struggled to follow along to Makima's story, and that the devil sounds too strong to even comprehend, but even so, he still confidently declares that he'll beat the gun devil if he tries super duper hard. Denji then asks her how exactly he is going to find this thing, to which Makima shows him that small chunks of the gun devil's body were left as residue after its attack, as it moved so fast that its body burned parts off. She says that when any devil eats these pieces, their powers are enhanced, but if you put these pieces together, they begin attaching. 
Apparently, the gun devil is so strong that when the pieces of its flesh combine to a certain size, they'll try to return to its body and regenerate. So pretty much, if they just continue to chunk more bits together, they'll eventually be able to locate the gun devil. We then skip over to Aki and Hamino, who are recovering a piece of the gun devil that had been eaten by a small fry devil. As the two chat about the meaning of their mission, it is revealed that the older brother in the flashback was indeed Aki Hayakawa. Now on his next mission, Denji, alongside several other hunters such as Power, Aki and Hameno are instructed to hunt a powerful devil who had already killed many civilian devil hunters that had attempted to exterminate it. Aki states that there has been movement from a gun devil piece so it is likely that a devil has ingested another part of it. The group approaches the hotel. Denji and Power begin verbally harassing Aki but are quietened when he offers them both a gum for their silence. Arai expresses a distrust over Denji and Power's presence, however Aki reassures him that they're merely there to aid in slaying the devil and if either of them step out of line they'll be killed. Power and Denji begin bickering, saying that the reason he's so annoyed must have been because of the prank that they played on him earlier in the day. Overhearing them, Aki explodes in anger, telling them that the prank went way too far. Surprised at his outburst, Hamenu tells him that he can't be strict with him all the time, with Denji agreeing. So in order to ease the tension, she promises to give whomever kills the devil a kiss on the cheek. Arai is shocked that a young woman like Hamino would give herself away before marriage, and Denji also refuses her, claiming that he has already decided who his first kiss is going to be. First though, he is simply going to collect these meat chunks and then kill the gun devil. Aki responds intensely, wondering if he really could kill the gun devil, and Hamino says that that was pretty ballsy to say in front of Aki. Denji also brings up that naughty stuff feels best the more you know your partner, and he doesn't even know her name yet. Hamenu playfully rebuffs him, promising him a French kiss if he kills the devil, to which Denji reacts excitedly, panting like a dog. Further in the hotel, their group moves through the corridors as Denji and Arai begin arguing. Arai manages to pin Denji to the wall in an attempt to stop him from reaching the devil first, saying that he won't let some punk steal her lips. While this happens, Aki and Hamino discuss the other members of the team. Hamino says that Arai has a strong drive but lacks power, whereas Kabini is the opposite, she's timid but strong. Aki says the blood fiend is also strong but it's possible she'll still betray them. However, when it comes to Denji, he still doesn't know what his potential truly is. Hamino asks if he thinks that the newbies will be able to survive, but he instead just gives her a vague response about how they may end up dead or at the civilian sector soon enough. Hearing her question get dodged, Hameno instead orders Aki not to die. Which as we find instantly after, in a flashback where the two first meet, it's revealed that Aki is Hameno's sixth partner and all of her other ones had died because they were useless nobodies. But one of the first things she ever said to him was to not die. Back in the present, Hameno senses a nearby presence and tells Aki that it is approaching them. A room door then opens and a small demon made up of only a head, one hand and a foot runs out in front of them. The small fleshy creature leaps at Kabini but is locked in place by Hameno and the power of the ghost devil. Power then cheekily slices the creature in half saying that the damn devil froze in midair out of fear of her but Hameno explains that her power was actually the real reason. Similar to Aki, she gave her right eye in order to use the ghost devil's invisible right hand. Aki then confirms that the devil they just slayed wasn't the one and the group continues upstairs. As they walk, 
Power playfully threatens them, saying they shouldn't blabber about their powers in front of her. But Hamino says it'll be easier to work as a team if they know each other's powers. Plus, she has a trump card either way. Power then points her blood blade at this scared girl, only for Hamino to cheerfully grab her throat with a ghost devil, commanding the fiend to put the weapon away, which she does. As the group reaches the top of the stairs, Orion notices that despite moving towards the ninth floor, the sign shows them still being on the eighth. Running downstairs to check, Orion suddenly appears at the top of the staircase. The group tests the theory, with Aki moving through rooms and discovering that they are concurrent. The group concludes that they are trapped on the 8th floor somehow, and Aki breaks down the situation so that they all understand. No matter what they do, they cannot escape. Every single exit they try to use results with them ending back in the same location, which is likely due to the handiwork of a devil. Hearing this, Denji remarks that it's Power's fault as he bets the devil she apparently killed trapped them there upon its death. However, Aki states that a devil's powers are undone when they die, so that would be impossible. As their group comes to the realization that they walked into a trap, Arai brings up how other devil hunters will come and rescue them after HQ doesn't hear back for a few hours. Because of this, Kabini begins to panic though, and goes on about how she never wanted to join the devil hunters and would have rather gone to college instead. While confronting Kabini, Hamino notices a puzzled look on Aki's face. He notes that all the clocks in the room have stopped at 8.18, theorizing that the floor is trapped in time, making the rescue impossible. Everyone is left shocked by the news apart from Denji, who instead is delighted by the lack of time constraints, choosing to take a nap. Arai berates him, but Denji shrugs it off and instead tells them to wake him when they figure it out. He then calmly falls asleep, much to the shock of the group. Hamino reawakens Denji and informs him that they are still stuck. While he was asleep, they found out that the power and water still works, but when it comes to food, they have an extremely limited supply. Aki has continued to hunt for the devil, Arai has grown restless and closed himself away in the covers, and Kabini was forcibly knocked out after attempting to drink water from the toilet. When it comes to the fiend, Himeno presumes power is equally unhinged. However, Denji notes that she always acts bizarrely. Whilst the trio guard the room for Arai and Kabini, Himeno explains that it's great to have an addiction, as you'll need something in life to take the edge off. Denji notices the smoke she has and says it's the same brand that Aki smokes, to which Himeno reveals that she gave him an appreciation for cigarettes. As we go into a flashback, we find a younger Aki and Himeno discussing the reason he became a public safety devil hunter. Himeno guesses correctly that it's because of the gun devil and states that devil hunters don't live long anyway, so it's not like smoking is going to kill you. Aki states though that he won't bite it so easily, to which she replies that he better not as it's a hassle when her buddies die. As the pair walk outside, Himeno is approached by a woman who suddenly slaps her. After the woman leaves, Himeno discloses that she was her previous buddy's girlfriend. She says she has come to expect such abuse as a way for the grieving families to vent their frustration. However, not happy at this, Aki in retaliation sticks gum on the girl's clothes. As he tries to justify why, Himeno bursts out laughing. Later on, at a nearby diner, Himeno tells Aki that he reminds her of something her master always says. The devil hunters that the devils fear the most aren't the strongest or the brave. They're afraid of the ones with a few screws loose. And she thinks that he'll live for a long while. Because of this, she manages to manipulate Aki into picking up a smoke which over time has become a symbol of their friendship. 
In the present, Aki returns asking Hamino if she has any smokes left, to which she states that this is her last one. As the two addicts share in the butt of a smoke, Denji pipes up saying that that was an indirect kiss, to which she is told to shut up, as Aki reveals that he has discovered the devil that they have been searching for. He reminds them of the devil power had just killed. However now, rather than just a small human-esque shape it took before, it has multiplied into a large and imposing wall of flesh. Outside of the room, the devil mocks the group before offering them an extremely enticing contract. Let me eat the human named Denji, dead or alive, feed him to me. And if they follow the contract rules, they will be returned unharmed. Suddenly, the door opens with Kabini walking out holding a knife and demanding that Denji lets the massive pile of flesh eat him. Aki and Hamino immediately subdue Kabini, kicking the knife out of her hand and whacking her to the floor. Hamino tells Aki to summon his fox, but it is unsuccessful due to the severed link with the outside world. Hamino uses her ghost to attack the devil, which inflicts pain. However, it grows in size with each attack, enveloping more of the hallway and grabbing at her. The devil says that it is no use as its weak point is not on the 8th floor, and that this is actually the inside of its stomach, so making a contract with him is the only way to escape. Hamino explains that a devil's contract is unbreakable, meaning that if a devil did not fulfill its end deal, it would die. As such, allowing Denji to die would guarantee the other's safety. Hearing this, Arai votes that they let Denji be consumed. Aki refuses though. He argues that the devil likely has an ulterior motive behind specifically Denji's death, to which Hamino agrees as well. Power casually votes to kill Denji, only for Aki to explain that as a fiend, she is exempt from contracts and as such could be still killed by the devil. Power scoffs before cheerily asking an annoyed Denji if he wants to wrestle. The group wait in the corridor nearby the approaching wall of flesh, pondering the issue of starvation. Aki offers to use the sword, however, Hamina refuses his suggestion. As Arai returns to their room, he discovers Power has eaten all of their food, even still, she attempts to blame Denji. Kabini then appears and in a paranoid delusional state accuses Power of being the one trapping them. As Arai attempts to calm her down, she accuses him of siding with the fiend and working with the devils. He tries to deny her, but she still attacks him. As Arai begins to scream out of fear, the devil in the hallway suddenly grows, lunging at the three still in the corridor. The devil chases them through the 8th floor, revealing that it grows in size based on fear, and that he, the Eternity Devil, will be the one to kill the Chainsaw Devil. Suddenly, the rooms begin tilting as it forces everyone to the opening of its mouth, demanding they give him Denji's heart. As the Eternity Devil looms towards the group, Kabini and Arai demand they feed Denji to it, but Aki instead insists that he'll use the sword to get them out. However, Hamino binds him, explaining that using such a weapon will massively shorten his lifespan. Arai and Kabini lunge at Denji, however, as the girl goes to stab him, Aki jumps in the way and blocks them getting stabbed instead. He explains that though he doesn't like Denji, he needs all the allies he can get to help him defeat the gun devil, and so he is willing to sacrifice his own well-being in order to protect Denji. Shocked, Denji asks Power if she can stop the bleeding, to which she does, otherwise she won't have her human cook. Seeing Aki's injured state and a vision of her former partner's graves, Hamino collapses, not knowing what to do and suffering a complete breakdown. 
Kabini tries blaming Denji for the situation they are currently in, and frustrated as well, Denji accepts his fate of being eaten, but informs the group he doesn't plan on going down without a fight, and if he kills the devil, he still wants his kiss. They wonder if he has a strategy, but Denji, having noticed the devil screaming in pain as Hamino attacked it earlier, realizes that though the creature is invulnerable, it still feels pain. Therefore, Denji plans to injure the creature to the point of literally making it kill itself. The entire group is left shocked by his devilish way of thinking, but as he leaps into the mouth of the devil, tearing his kill switch, Denji comments on Aki's foolhardiness and remarks that if they escape because of this, then both of them are now even. With a smile on his face, Denji drops into the sinkhole of flesh and for a brief moment, the devil fully swallows Denji, making it seem as though he simply died before he shatters the teeth, holding him inside its mouth, then exploding from the face of the Eternity Devil in his complete chainsaw form. He begins slicing into the devil, he begins slicing into the devil, and as the others look on in horror at his transformation, the devil manages to break one of Denji's arms, but he immediately rips his kill switch again, restarting the chainsaws and tearing into more of the devil. From above, Power comments on the danger that Denji is currently in. Because he is losing blood fast, his time in the chainsaw form is reduced. However, with even the devil screaming at him saying he was weaker than he once was, Denji still doesn't slow down. The Eternity Devil continues biting into Denji, resulting in Denji losing enough blood to retract his chainsaw arms. The Devil begins laughing, telling him to die, until it is interrupted by Denji biting it back and regaining his chainsaws. While fighting the Devil, Denji tells it that even blood as gross as sewer water would taste like strawberry jam if he drank it while looking at him. As Hameno looks on, she has a flashback with an old man in a graveyard. In it, the man comments on how the best devil hunters are those with a few screws loose, and the reason her past buddies have died was because all of them were too sane, feeding the devils through their fear. The old man warns Hamino of Aki's genuine intention to defeat the gun devil, and as he goes to leave, he recommends she train him as quickly as possible for such an eventual fight against the gun devil. This entire thought though left Hamino troubled as she didn't want to lose Aki, so she later offers him a relaxed position in the civilian sector, but he flat out refused her, saying that he'll drink with her whenever she wants, but he'll never go to the civilian sector. Hamino pinches a smoke of him, and while sitting there sadly comes to the realization that the gun devil would certainly kill Aki, not because they are unable to beat it, but because Aki is cool, serious and kind. He's normal, like everyone else. But just as she goes to finish her sentence, she has a moment of hesitation. In the present, she's looking down on Denji, who continues to tear into the Eternity Devil. Moments later though, he collapses of exhaustion, which causes the Devil to begin celebrating. However, Himeno uses the Ghost Devil to pull Denji's cord, reawakening him. Denji suddenly realizes that by drinking the blood of the Eternity Devil, he can quickly recover his wounds and stamina, meaning he can continue attacking indefinitely, which causes Hamino to truly think that Denji is damn crazy and might actually be able to kill the Gun Devil. Three entire days later, now exhausted and weak, Hameno climbs into bed next to Aki and asks him to go drinking, but first she's gonna take a nap as it is finally over. As Aki lays there, thinking that it's over, below them, the Eternity Devil lays in tattered pieces. It reveals its core to Denji, begging him to hurry up and kill it so its suffering can end. Denji obliges, commenting, What? 
it's already over before slashing the devil in half, which dies with a smile on its face, finally relieved from its pain. Later on, the group emerges from the hotel with Denji bloodied and weary. He is super happy to have recovered a piece of the gun devil, but immediately afterwards collapses from exhaustion. Himeno catches him, saying that her and Aki will take him to the hospital, then asking Arai and Kabini to report the events of the incident to Makima. Sometime later, she suggests the group all go drinking, as they had stated earlier in the hotel. However, Aki reveals Kabini and Arai are quitting the bureau, and suggests that the recent experience was too traumatic for them. Himeno argues though that it may be instead due to their guilt over attacking Denshi and not because they are scared of devils. Aki brings up that even Himeno though tried to kill Denji. So eventually, they agree to drink sometime later in the week on the prerequisite that they could apologize to Denji and because Makima is leaving on a work trip the week after. As they stand there smoking, Himeno asks about Makima's fascination with Denji, saying that she normally travels all over the place but lately she's been hanging around Denji and wonders if it's because she knows his secret. But Aki remains silent. She then changes the subject slightly, asking if they should get her drunk and try to get the real answer out of her. At the restaurant, we find the 4th division all chatting happily. One of the guys tells Denji to order more food, but he is left frustrated as he can't read the menu due to his illiteracy, when suddenly he's reminded of Himeno's promise to a French kiss. Himeno tells him she'll do it when she's more intoxicated, saying she feels too sober. She goes on to say that she'll make it an intense one for him, so please forgive the team for trying to kill him during their mission. Excited, Denji happily forgives the others for trying to kill him. The group go around the table, introducing themselves. Most are shocked to hear Denji's young age of only 16, and Arai introduces himself as well as a 22-year-old male who is contracted with the Fox Devil. Aki explains that the Fox Devil is friendly with humans, and a lot of devil hunters have contracts with it. Fushi, an older hunter, casually reveals that his partner had died the day before, frightening the other young hunters, who ask if recruits die that easily. They are told that they get all the devils that their civilian hunters couldn't handle, so people in their line of work often drop like flies. Himeno, now more drunk, makes flirtatious comments towards Denji, and he suddenly grows more excited when he learns that Himeno often starts kissing people when drunk. Suddenly, Makima arrives. Denji immediately grows flustered and uncertain as to whether he wants to kiss Himeno or try and wait for Makima. Denji begins to panic, desperately wanting to kiss Himeno whilst not wanting to kiss her in front of Makima. He tries to drive the conversation in a different way, saying he found one of the gun pieces. Aki interrupts, wondering why devils with gun pieces are appearing this frequently, and simply why the Eternity Devil targeted Denji. He questions Makima about her interests in Denji. However, after finishing her first glass, she coolly tells him that she'll tell them if they can drink it out of her. Everyone continues drinking until most have passed out or left. Only Makima seems completely unaffected by the alcohol, asking for more instead. Over the other side of the room, Power begins boasting about her high IQ, but after she realizes that it's a pretty normal one, she continuously lies and increases its height in an effort to match the ever-increasing smartness in the room. Suddenly, Hamino grabs Denji from behind and kisses him deeply. Denji is concerned by Makima watching, but begins to focus on the warmth in his mouth. He at first assumes it's Hamino's tongue, before moving back and realizing she had vomited in his mouth. 
The table all react differently, with power worriedly stating that Denji's childhood malnourishments means he would swallow anything for the nutrients. Instantly, just as she predicted, Denji swallows the vomit. A flashback shows Denji and Pachita rummaging for food through a dumpster. They see a group of rats feasting on a pile of vomit, to which Denji mocks them, not believing any creature could stoop that low. Cutting back to the restaurant, Arai comforts Denji in a toilet cubicle as Denji vomits into a bowl. Noting the upset look on his face, he says that Hameno needs more self-control. While he helps him, Arai tells him how jealous he is of his devil hunting abilities. Annoyed though, Denji points out that he still has vomit in his mouth from his first kiss, questioning what exactly he's jealous of, causing Arai to chuckle. Later on, the group will leave the restaurant. Makima asks where Denji is, and Fushi states that he left with Hameno on his back. Moments later, in another location, Denji awakens in a bed, asking for water. A still intoxicated Hameno appears and kisses him again, revealing that they are in her apartment. She complains to him, asking what he and Aki see in Makima, and calls her a bitch as she lies down next to Denji. She leans in and asks him whether he wants to do it with her. Denji agrees to have that seeky time with Hameno, and she starts undressing him. However, as she begins to take off his pants, she stops when she finds a dirty lollipop in his pocket. During the time back at the restaurant, while Denji was in a demotivated mood after the vomit kiss, Makima took him outside for some fresh air, and buys him various medicines to help with his sickly feeling. Upset, Denji comments on how poor his first kiss was, expressing a worry that all future kisses will remind him of the taste of bath. Makima, sucking on a cold lollipop though, offers it to him, telling him he probably won't be able to forget the taste of vomit for the rest of his life, but not to worry, as he is going to experience all kinds of tastes from now on until he dies. For starters, this will be his first indirect kiss. And that is the taste of a cola-flavoured chubba chub. Back in the present, Denji holds the lollipop, staring at it, while Hamino has passed out behind him. Denji apologizes to Pachita, having refused to sleep with Hameno, stating that he wants to wait for Miss Makima to be his first. So, until he kills the gun devil, he will wait. Hameno wakes him in the morning and cheerily offers him breakfast. Now, out on the balcony, Hameno tells him she doesn't remember anything from the previous night, and asks if she forced herself on him. Denji informs her he refused her advances as he's saving himself for Makima, and she expresses her relief as she didn't want to get arrested for sleeping with a minor. She asks whether Denji is serious about liking Makima, despite her poor personality. Denji reaffirms this by stating that he likes crap, and Hameno happily offers to help the two get together. The two agree upon a top secret alliance, whereby she will aid him in return for him helping her get with Aki. Denji curiously asks what she likes about Aki, to which she says that it's his looks, and because of this, a very sly looking Denji says that he's in on the alliance. Happy, Hameno tells Denji that they are now friends, rather than co-workers, and invites him, Aki, and Power to visit any time. Meanwhile, Makima and another devil hunter sit on a train 30 minutes outside of Kyoto. The two of them talk about the food they will buy when they arrive at the station. Afterwards, as Makima thinks of the night before, a group of passengers all around them suddenly begin opening bags and pulling out guns, then proceeding to shoot the two hunters until they are obviously dead. 
One of the assassins then speaks, repeating, This is C-Team. This is C-Team. Commence operation. 